Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, the Temptress Witch, and I am joined by the ever so wonderful, ever so great. She is thick as fuck. She's Rep Amy. And once again, here we are on Ladies Night, which is becoming the, you know, special time of the month that you get graced with our wonderful presence. And only us, no men. It's so freaking great. I love it. Um, We are going to talk a little bit tonight about the current women's champions that we have in wwe but we're going to kind of throw a twist on it we're going to talk some fantasy booking and this is a topic that i think is going to kind of be interesting so we're going to go into a little bit of backstory but before that let's get those damn plugs out the way so that you know we actually get paid for this (sighs) okay get your merch whatamaneuver.net uh ivy fan shirt duh that's like the one that we want to sell the most of I mean, you know, you can get the Tyler ticker of the OG shirt if you want to, but just buy the Ivy Band shirt. Um, check out CCW and all their awesome shows. They're doing a ton of crap. I feel like every single time I'm scrolling through search, uh, social media, all I see is like a CCW event that's like upcoming. So that's, check that out. So much. So much. <laughs> I don't, I don't even like, I, I can't even keep up with it at this point. So I'm not even going to try to. I can like, keep. I can't even. <laughs> um sportswire shout out to them go check them out um go donate some money to little bryce hopefully bryce is you know doing well it's been a while since i've gotten to chat with mitch but hopefully you know everything's good there um and yeah i mean okay that sounds good right that was good for a plug it's fine it's it's ladies night who cares whatever the men say it doesn't matter go back to the last right. video if you want to hear the plugs it's fine yeah if, if you really truthfully want to hear what any of them have to say you can you just go replay that shit because we don't care this is about us it's not about them it's about us <laughs> all right what are you eating it was a it was coffee it was a spoon in my coffee oh i was like making... wait, are you eating something like i don't have a snack no, no. <laughs> it was just making a lot of noise every time i drank so i was like i need to take this out okay okay yeah don't do that because i have that like add thing and if it's too much clinking and clanking i'm gonna like not hear anything that you say so, okay all right good move i'm taking the spoon out all right fantasy booking mm. we talked about this a little bit i feel here and there we've at least had discussions about you know the wrestlemania matches with both of the women's championships and um bianca first of all amy from a ref standpoint, from someone in the business, oh. you know, a, a, a fellow wrestling, a worker in here. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the term we were looking for. Um, tell me what you think about the the overall match, the overall win. Um, oh. Do you think that it was? Do you think that that the WrestleMania outcome is, um, you know, was was the best way that WWE could have righted the ridiculousness of SummerSlam. I think now I still Captain Hindsight here would not have done the SummerSlam like ending because I just think that 
it was very risky. Now I will eat my shoe, whatever the phrase is. They made it, they turned it around at WrestleMania because they gave us that moment that pretty much redeemed Bianca from losing that um, in that, what was it, 13 seconds or whatnot. And mm-hmm. not only that, they had that story interwoven into the match itself. So if everyone yeah. remember, it was a very hot start. It was like both of oh, them yeah. tried to do their, their finishers on each other. Then they were getting into one pin and then two pins and then three. And they were going back and forth for like the first solid five minutes. It was a very fast-paced match. And it really did set the tone that at any second, one of them was going to either hit their finishers and pin them or just roll them up. So I yep. think they played off of that beautifully. And then just to have that moment where excuse me, uh, Bianca did catch um, uh, Becky in her finisher and mm-hmm. pin her in a, like, almost shocking moment. Mm-hmm. Really redeemed that, and, like, and I, I'm so glad that Bianca got that moment, and I think it, it pretty much, in my opinion, probably did, it repaired her and then gave her that much more um, yeah. from what they did in SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, and and to kind of echo what you were talking about there with the storytelling of everything, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, being all wrapped together, I think was really, I think it was executed very well. Um, I still with just trying to block out the SummerSlam situation from my memory. And it's just, like you said, A, it was risky, but B, I feel like, you know, Becky just kind of coming back in and then boom, a couple seconds and we now have, have a new champ that works at times for that surprise factor. But I feel like that, in my opinion, kind of dropped Bianca down a little bit. It kind of discredited Mm -hmm. her. And I don't like that because she has been on such like, you know, a rampage, just moving on up the scale. And I think she's more than proven herself, you know, as a, you know, a viable competitor. So I I hated that. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, I, I, this match overall, I think it was an excellent match. Um, I think that a, the timing of it was really good because it was really anybody's match. It was very difficult from someone who like, you know, from my perspective, knowing the business, you know, knowing what goes on the different maneuvers and whatnot in the ring. And then also as a fan, it was kind of that tug of war thing. I'm like, Oh, this is Becky. No, wait, this Mm -hmm. is going to be Bianca shit, you know? Um, and, and the finish was great because the finish, it was, it was the, the pop finish that you want, you know, you, you want that wow factor. You kind of want it to be something where you're not, it's not so predictable. And that's what I really liked about it. I also liked how they played around in the beginning and it was trying, they were trying to pull that like quick pin, you know, thing. Yeah. Cause that, in my opinion, took anybody who was watching and anybody who has followed these two women back to SummerSlam back to that mm-hmm. quick finish. So I think that was done really, really well. Um, I, I think Becky's a great champ. Um, don't get me wrong. You know, she's, she's proven to be a fighting champ. Um, she's definitely got, you know, the fans behind her. Um, and I, she's a great heel. I love her as a heel. I yeah. don't think I ever want to see Becky Lynch a face ever again, because I think she, she just found her thing and, and being a heel is it. And I wonder um, if um, that was planned because like, she definitely got heat after winning at SummerSlam and like some people like the way that she was portrayed maybe like two or three weeks after like it looked like they were trying to be like well I'm the man whatever like I'm your baby yeah and then she started leaning into it and creating that Conor McGregor character so if that wasn't the plan and she was just like screw it let's just go heal let's just do it and like and build this up 
good on her too, realizing that what the fans are sure. figuring what which figuring out how you're working the crowd and using that to your advantage. Exactly. And if like you said, if that's the case, I think she did that extremely well. Um, I also think that, you know, some of her her heel, you know, her heelness, I think, yeah. comes a little bit from probably being so close with Seth because Seth is a great heel. So, I mean, obviously, both of their styles. Oh my God. I know it's crazy. So it's like, it, it's just, I think it's really cool because there's been times with, with Becky that I'm like, God damn it. You can tell she's fucking Seth's woman. Like, mm-hmm. it just drives me insane. Um, but again, like, she's so good. Bianca is freaking good. Her athleticism, like, blows me away. Like, I, I can't even. But being said, Bianca has the title. Ooh. Who's next? Who's next in your mind? All right. Um, so, yeah, at the Saudi uh, cat shoot or cat suit show, um, they kind of hinted at cat this. Well, that's what they're they freaking wearing. So, okay, little sidebar on that. So the entire point of the women wearing these like cat suits was to make them like less sexy and less like I, like oogling at their body. They did the opposite effect at that freaking. Listen, they they covered the skin, but they let you know that the skin was under those outfits. Oh my! They I felt like we were looking at like a like triple x like wrestling show with like some of how these girls like cat suits are playing out like it was bad oh especially like what was it live and Rhea? oh my god they were just like leather everywhere but anyway um so back on topic i think with all the rumors um circulating about ripley and her joining edge's faction i think that it is the perfect time to build her up i press recording I'll edit that out. <laughs> um, they, it's the perfect time to build her up in that faction. And I'm not saying that she needs to go, like, the minute she joins the faction, she um, immediately goes in the title picture. No, just let her be part of that. She could actually mm-hmm. fill in a very China-like role where, like, oh, yeah. she could also interfere in the men's matches, throw men around, because, like, I feel like with, all, with how much she works out, how she's creating this, like, androgynous character where it's, like, she could throw around the boys if she really wanted to. Like, why not use that? Um, I, I would almost compare that, like, female-dominant, like, role that I mentioned uh, in our episode of Romania Weekend mm-hmm. um, when we were talking about Charlotte. I feel like, if not Charlotte, Rhea's the next one for that. Like, yeah. I think she's, she's my other candidate in, in a role like that. So I, exactly. I agree. Yeah, so, like, I would, I could definitely see them using this, because right now, Rhea's been, like, she had that dominant, like, first couple months when she got to the main roster, but lately, she's just been kind of floating around the girls' tag division, and as much as I love Liv and um, Rhea together, if they're not going to do anything with her, them, split them up, because them just being in limbo as this tag team is not doing them any favors unless they win the titles. Right. Um, unless they win matches, which is, like, it just, they just need to win matches. They don't even need to win the titles. But, um... So I think that would be great for her to over pretty much, I think, to maybe Survivor Series, like, keep building her up, have, being part of that faction. And all at the same time, Bianca is out there destroying everybody. I think Bianca should have a good long reign where she mm-hmm. is being destroyed by everybody. Like, obviously, people get close and stuff. But I think that she should have at least to a Royal Rumble a title reign. And that's yeah. when I think you bring in Rhea Ripley to finally, like, as this monster heel, 
challenge her and maybe they settle it at Royal Rumble or they go all the way to the next WrestleMania. And I can definitely see that headlining next WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, like, especially Rhea, Rhea is probably my pick of the current roster to mm-hmm. go up against Bianca, just because I feel like Rhea's, you know, domineering uh, personality and just her in-ring style, putting that up against Bianca and her athleticism, I think would be a freaking match for the decades. Like mm-hmm. it, that is a match that we are not going to forget. Um, if I were booking that, I would even say go as far as, you know, whatever they're doing with this whole tag team thing, obviously if they're not going to throw the titles on them, have them split apart. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. then I would kind of put it more into a, you know, build Rhea, have her, you know, become dominant across the women's division for, mm-hmm. you know, the next several months and then Royal Rumble, have Rhea win mm-hmm. and have her challenge Bianca. And maybe even carry into, play into that heel aspect of Rhea. Have her, you know, kind of from Royal Rumble leading up to WrestleMania, have Rhea fuck with Bianca. Interfere in matches, almost cost her the title. Um, You know, just be that nasty female heel. And then allow the two of them to, like, finally have that face-to-face, like, cat fight type energy leading into WrestleMania, and I guarantee you they would put on a match that will blow the roof off the place. Yeah. Like, they are absolutely, I think, two of the best of the current talent, like, not our more veteran talent. Like, you have, you know, like, Becky and Charlotte, they've been in the the business now for so long. Like, I feel like Rhea and Bianca are both, you know, your newer up-and-coming talent that are finally kind of at that level where where they're in the spotlight. And like you kind of mentioned, you know, take that time to build Rhea. Rhea is not somebody that has to have a title. I feel yeah. like she could be, you know, one of those extremely over heels without having a title. Yeah. Utilize that over the next several months. Yeah. Cause she has a presence. That. She has a, like Rhea has yeah. a presence about her as long as she, as long as she's booked right. Cause like if they book her to lose, if she stays in this tag division for too long and she just gets, she'll get like the Tamina effect where she gets just lost mm-hmm. in the shuffle. um which like it's a shame because tamina is like a really solid worker but she just always powerhouse and i would say i feel like when when you're comparing our you know more powerhouse type women i feel like with tamina i've always watched her and it's not just her being that powerhouse and able you know able to dominate and deliver you know those more brutal types of bumps to people but tamina is also safe if you watch her work, she works very safe. Whereas when yeah. you kind of see Nia Jax working, there was, you know, a bit of a difference there. And I kind of feel like, you know, they, they elevated Nia so much at one point and Tamina got overshadowed, but I feel yeah. like overall Tamina is the better, she's the better worker. And she's, I feel like she's a lot less sloppy in the ring. Yeah. So I would hate to see something like that happen to Rhea Ripley because I think yeah. she's so good and she really does deserve you know, to, to be elevated and to kind of have that spotlight put on her a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really in agreement with you. I think that, that Rhea and Bianca would, would probably be a fantasy booking of my own as well. Um, I'm really, really curious as to what the hell happened to Liv Morgan. They Mm. were building Liv at one point, I feel like they were doing so well with her and 
she just got lost in the shuffle. I I thought we were going to see her a little bit more in a title title spot than what we did. Well, the problem is, like, up till when she lost, I think, the second time, Liv Morgan, and I think I voiced this opinion um, whenever whatever we were recording at the time um, when she was building up to that Monday. If the way that they built that story, and I know everyone can't win, but... Mm-hmm. The only way that tearful baby face thing works is if something happens to, or they either have to win or something has to happen to them that they, they like go nuts or something like, because mm-hmm. they, they was so emotional and stuff like that, that it like, they almost do it like an Alexa bliss where they go crazy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like, they didn't follow up on that. And they just kind of like, right. like you said, she just got lost in the shuffle. She got inserted into the tag division, which is like where WWE puts people to where they don't know what to do with them. And that's why most of the tag teams are just makeshift tag teams. Like I, I'm fully convinced that like nothing against like any of the girls in the tag match, but the only reason Sasha and Naomi won is because they want to finally give Sasha Banks a win at WrestleMania. <laughs> like she's never won. Yep. yep. And you know what, that too, I feel like, and we, I think we even discussed this because, because you just brought up Sasha and Naomi, but one of the things I think that drives me insane is we talked about it, um, you know, we were kind of discussing, you know, the whole Roman, um, what the bloodline type of thing with her being married to one of the uses, why not fucking use her? I mean, Naomi's a good competitor. She's not, you know, this awful, like low grade talent. I mean, she's good. And they could have easily, you know, when they had Roman with, you know, Universal or the WWE Championship or it was Universal, right? Yeah, the one toy of, belts. I don't know. The toy at, at, the, at this freaking point, like Roman just has had every damn belt for the last year, and I'm getting sick of it. But um, <laughs> you know, with him having, you know, your main title, and then you have the Usos with the tag titles, why not take it a step further and throw your your women's champion in there and kind of have that DX type of, you know, domination yeah. vibe, like. They, they, I think they really missed an opportunity with that. And, and like seeing Naomi get lost in the shuffle after what we've been like seeing her and her ability to do, it, it just, it, it bothers me because yeah. I feel like we're seeing that a lot. And I, and you know, a lot of the issue, and I was even mentioning this the other night while Raw was on, I'm like, they've just got too many titles. And they don't have enough good talent. Like, they have good talent, but they don't have enough talent to really keep everybody in the scene. And I feel yeah. like that's the problem. Like, they kind of had that, you know, everybody gets, you know, everybody gets a title, everybody gets an award. And they well, kind of, I feel like even the mid-card stuff, like, it's not even treated like mid-card anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and then there's, like, that thing that always happens to a women's division. And AEW is guilty of this, too. I'm pretty sure every promotion is guilty of this. Um, they have the main women's titles and then they, because like they don't have any more titles for the women, there's no mid-card titles for the women. There are the tag titles, but they don't pay attention to those. There's no other Mm -hmm. feuds on the show. Like the only other feud that is going on with, um, women right now is the 24 seven belt. And we all know how interesting that stuff is like, God bless them. Um, I don't even think I've watched the 24 seven title segment in like the last year. Yeah. So like, like and that and that's a problem. Like when they think about booking women's wrestling, it, they don't think about like having those blood feuds, like those random feuds that right. don't have to involve the title, it just involves winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why like if you're not at the top of the women's division, you just lost, like at yep. that point. 
you're, yep. you're nothing is happening with you. Yep. And as much as I love the idea of having a women's tag division, I feel like in order to do so, you have to have like legitimate women's tag teams. You can't just slap two people together and expect them to be a tag team. Yeah. Like, and, and, it, and you know, like you mentioned, tag team division is where wrestlers go to, to kill their career because, or, you know, they don't know what else they're doing with them. And it's like, I feel like there could be so much more for the women's division as a whole. Like, never mind having two women's championships. Why not just have one women's title, have your women's tag titles, and then throw one of those other titles out there as like a mid-card women's division. And mm-hmm. see, like, imagine, uh, imagine like a women's cruiserweight type yeah. thing. You have those three titles and you have what, 15 women total on your roster right now? That's yep. plenty. But I feel like with having each show, you know, each show having its, its you know, different belt, plus the women's tag team without a solid women's tag division. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. It's really hard to get behind people because they're not built up. And like these mini storylines that put the people into title pictures. So Yeah. It's a shame. But speaking of other women's title pictures, yeah. let's talk about Charlotte, 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 Charlotte and Rhonda, Charlotte and Rhonda. I feel like that was an overhyped match. I think that it was so desperately wanted, but I feel like they gave them way too much time. They could have wrapped that up in, you know, I don't know, 10 minutes max. Um, Because I feel like for as long as they went, I think that it was noticeable that, you know, Rhonda was, you know, getting a little tiresome at some point um you know she definitely looked like it was getting to her um and listen by all means hats off to her because she just popped a baby out less than a year ago and she's back in there so like this is by no means me saying that you know she's not good or you know she didn't deserve to be there I'm amazed that she was even able to that she's even able to compete after you know giving birth less than a year ago but I just think that timing Timing wise, I think that the match was boring. It was probably one of my, like, I, it might have been one of my least favorite matches. There were a couple good spots, but I think that it might have been one of my least favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I hate to say it, I think I even had more interest in, like, the um, Knoxville and Sami Zayn match, which going oh. into, I was like, this is just going to be like a comedy crapshoot thrown together thing. But I had so, like, I was so much more engaged in that. And then in watching, you know, Rhonda and Charlotte, like, I'm pretty sure I even, like, got up to use the bathroom at one point because I was like, yeah. this is just taking forever. Um, yeah. The outcome for me, mm, I would have liked to see Rhonda win because I feel like they, they could have done a little something with that, even if it was only to win it for the night and then lose it the next night on Raw or something. You know what I mean? Just they could have yeah. done something, um, especially if they want Charlotte to beat Rick's record. Yeah. I mean, when is that coming? How long are we going to wait for this? <laughs> Forever. Fucking ever. Um, um, I mean, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hate the match because the problem was they were in a very tough spot with that match because that was right after Cody and Seth 
And yeah. Cody and Seth drained me in in Ted's house sitting on a couch. I can only imagine how the fans in the audience felt. Um, yeah. I do agree it went way too long, especially for a spot like that. You want to like have like a 10-minute match at most just to get the fans yep. like back into it and stuff. Um, yep. As far as the, the match, I thought it was pretty good. They did play or they booked it in a way that like followed the storyline they were both teasing their submissions constantly yeah and yeah. like definitely like Rhonda's they were like at any moment she could put pop on the arm bar and it, it would be over mm-hmm. um the booking I don't mind because like again kill spot like in the show I don't think you really necessarily want Rhonda have her moment in a kill spot like where the fans are bored and stuff like that and also you're prolonging that makes sense. The- I actually I actually yeah. forgot that they wrestled after yeah so like and and now that now that like you know you're bringing this up and i think about it it's like yeah it was a tough spot to follow yeah but um it definitely was i don't mind them prolonging the because like at the end of the day wrestlemania backlash does need a feud Mm -hmm. to continue through so them doing now the submission match or was it i quit which is just a submission match um Mm -hmm. at wrestlemania backlash i don't call them that anymore um, we, have, we, have, we have to make everything so in small words so everybody can understand it and it's you know equally engaged around the board yeah I quit okay um, <laughs> so yeah I don't mind that the one thing that bothered me and this is when I get mad at like the internet so the the ending booking with like the ref bump and then like Rhonda picking up the ref after making um Charlotte physically tap out and then her getting sucker booted in the face like everyone was just like really one boot knocks her down i'm like no one people commenting that has never been sucker punched in their life because like if you, oh even my if you god watch, yeah like even if you watch like boxing matches you get that one punch in that really good punch in that person's gonna be down and listen and not for nothing but have you looked at pictures of charlotte flair and t- zoomed in on her feet mm-hmm. that bitch got some big ass feet okay yeah I do not want to take that fucking boot to the face. I don't give yep. a shit if you're, you know, withholding some of the pressure or the impact. I don't care if you're ready for it and you brace yourself. Mm. Hell no. Yeah. Fucking foot is like this long. Yeah. It's like twice the size of mine. And Holy Rhonda shit. took that shit. Like, if you see the slow-mo, she takes it. Like, yeah. It's because, like... I will nitpick, though. After the three was counted and Charlotte's like doing the thing, she did get directly up, and I was like, Rhonda, you gotta sell it a little bit more. Like, act like yeah, you got you gotta roll out. around, hold your face, yeah. like or this, just be like, what happened for a minute? <laughs> but like, I, that was the one thing everyone was just like, oh, one boot took down Rhonda. I'm like, no one's gotten punched in the face before, and like, is it, like I don't know. Like, and if you think about it, okay, that spot specifically was set up to be that off guard by surprise type of thing yeah in order for that to occur okay yeah like you mentioned Rhonda to get like right back up but like do people realize that a lot of individuals who get hit by surprise are gonna be like struck for a couple minutes like it's gonna you know what I mean it's not I, I don't feel like that part was unrealistic at all yeah so the internet is the internet and they're just a bunch of trolls and I did like the way they try to incorporate a lot of judo throws into different wrestling. Yeah. 
the, the a couple of them did not land and i don't think they no. were like there's the one that was off the top rope they judo no. she judo threw her i'm like don't you ever do can't. that again don't yeah. please don't sir okay but, you can mix yeah. it you can mix it on the mat do not mix it from the room <laughs> yeah but <laughs> But I thought it was a good match. Like, I think we're just a little bit jaded on the whole Ronda thing because we know, like, she's this is not her passion. And it's very obvious that it's not. And we, with all the shit that goes on with uh, Charlotte, like, brings the match down a little bit. I mean, overall, as a fighter, I love Ronda. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it before. My issue with getting behind Ronda is that you can tell that she is not in it fully you know she's not fully invested um and I think like I kind of compared that to some of the times when Brock was first coming in and why I had such a hard time you know over the years with critiquing you know Brock's style and the way that he kind of you know moseyed around the ring with certain things to me I think it's because I like I've always seen that person with their other fighting experience not in the wrestling world so it's really difficult for me to get behind somebody and see them as a wrestler when they're not like actively you know pursuing it and I think that's one of the issues that I have with Rhonda in her wrestling career I do think that she has great potential to be very good if she would just kind of fall into you know line with it a little bit more but you can tell she's not fully invested Mm -hmm. um all right so who do you choose to dethrone the queen. Uh, I mean, who who's... who is Charlotte <laughs> going to lose that title to? That sixteenth win. Who's she going to lose that to in order to come back and win for the seventeenth time to beat her father's? Oh wait, we're going a couple of ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. To lose to the sixteenth. Well, I mean, oh wait, hold on. Wait a minute. What number is she on now? She's Wait. like on 12. She's not that. Is she? Far. Yeah, because they took was... the NXT ones oh, away. Oh, you're right. They took those yeah. away. They just counted those. Damn yeah, it. Okay. Well, okay. NXT's so, not whatever. a world championship. Okay. Well, who's going dis- to who's gonna dethrone the queen at this point? And then do you think she's going to be able to surpass Rick's record? Um, well, I think Ronda's going to WrestleMania backlash. I think, like I said, like I think this was just to prolong the feud, and I don't think they would bring Ronda back and have her win the Royal Rumble without her w- coming away from the title at some point. Yeah. So I, I think also it- think too, if you think about it, with Becky having dropped the belt to Bianca earlier, yeah. I don't think that they would they would go the route and make both Becky and Charlotte drop at WrestleMania. Yeah. So that yeah that makes sense as well. Again, WWE and their booking. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> but, and then as far as, like, the 17 time, like, because 16 is the record, right? That's what everybody's uh, Yeah, from tied. what I understand, 16 is is what they're they're giving the official number. I mean, as long as Charlotte stays happy with the company, I, I have no doubt that she'll break the record. Now I could see her going, well, even if she leaves the company, I could see her going to AEW and, or NWA or any place else and breaking mm-hmm. the record there. Because, like, Ric Flair, it's not all WWE titles that he had. Right. It was, it was everybody. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a combination because that was back, like, a lot of his title reigns were counted from when he wasn't even involved with yeah. WWF. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah, I could, I could see her definitely, like, even if she doesn't stay with WWE, keep going. But I don't know what her family plans are, and that right. tends to throw monkey wrenches in women's yeah. careers. And, so. and she's kind of, you know... She, 
Charlotte's kind of reaching that that prime age where we see the women kind of step away for a little while to go and start mm. families and then come back. So whether or not, you know, she would step away and come back, I think she would because I think she's gone on record, you know, stating that she wants to, you know, hold more titles than her dad. Yeah. Um, but I'm really like, I'm kind of annoyed that they took the NXT titles away. Just considering that they counted so many of Rick's titles that were outside of WWE. Well, I think it's just because they're not world titles, whereas, like, even the NWA and um, WCW, those they're are world considered. titles, technically. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. that makes sense. But still. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. But, yeah, I think I think Rhonda's going to win it. Nothing is real. We live in a simulation. Well, I mean, yeah, especially... Like Elon Musk owns Twitter. Of course, we live in a simulation. Like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I can't stand you. Where, go get your tinfoil hat. It's over oh there. Oh god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I think is next for Charlotte. I mean, we know that she's gonna, you know, prospectively be taking some time off here within mm-hmm. the next, you know, within the upcoming summer several yeah. months. So, I mean. She, and I think it'll do good before then. Good taking her away for a little bit. Cause I think we've been like Becky too. I think we've seen too much of them. Like as much as like Becky took that yeah. time off with her child and everything like that. And then came back. I think in order to bring up these next crop of girls, you have to let them go away for a little bit. So. You do. You got to kind of remove that because they overshadow everyone else. I yeah. will say one thing is that to whomever she drops to whenever that occurs, and she does step away for X amount of time. I swear on everything, if they have Charlotte come back and get a freaking 10 second pin on somebody in some bullshit ass manner. She doesn't I'm need it. My shit. Yeah, she doesn't need it. No, like Becky she doesn't. I can assume needed I, I could like I could visualize like maybe they think she didn't think she was ready for a match. So it was like a, the shock factor they thought would get everybody. Maybe. And I could see that. But with Charlotte, like her coming and pinning someone in 10 seconds, that doesn't do anything. Like that that really doesn't. Because Charlotte is Charlotte. She's there. The, she could literally probably do nothing. And she's, it's like Ric Flair status. He could literally have nothing brought up against him. Nothing. And earlier this year proved it. And people are still going to woo and cheer him on. Like, and I think yep. Charlotte is close to that, like, standard yeah, where, oh, like, yeah. where no one can deny how good she is. Mm-mm. so and I also like I would lo- like I just want to go on record real quick and make the comment like I think there's been at least I've seen it on the internet you know a lot of people kind of make the comments like well of course you know Charlotte's over she's Ric Flair's daughter like blah 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 blah. how much of that actually has to do with it let's be real Charlotte is really freaking good mm-hmm. so I mean yeah okay of course being Rick's daughter has a little bit of influence there but I think that she has been able to you know time and time again show us what she's capable of prove herself that she deserves to be you know elevated I mean look at how many other you know second generation third generation superstars we've seen over the years that don't become anything you know look okay look at Natalia yeah look at Natty I love her I think she's great but clearly being part of the Hart family hasn't really done her a ton of justice. I mean, and I think that, you know, you, you kind of compare the two and it's like, what's so different about them? Mm -hmm. They're both the daughters 
of legends. I mean, of course, Rick is obviously bigger than Jimmy Anvil, but I just still think that you, you, you cannot put all of her, of Charlotte's successes on Rick being her dad. You can't because she's done so extremely well. Um, And she is one dominant force in the women's division. But again, I think time away will help to kind of bring up some of the, you know, other talent. Hopefully we will get to see many, you know, more opportunities arising out of this. Honestly, even if we see two or three more opportunities come up, you know, and not be overshadowed constantly by the Charlotte and Becky, (laughs) you know, fandom and everything. I think that that would be really good. um, And use them to bring up other people. Like Becky's a perfect example. She used the popularity she had, the heat she had when she back to bring Bianca back up to the top uh-huh. and uh-huh. Charlotte can do the same thing too like granted she's in a feud with Ronda Rousey Ronda Rousey's already up here like she, yeah. she doesn't need a title to elevate and you know what and the thing is Ronda was already over before she even debuted signed a check like, she, before like she even signed every, the contract. as soon as the rumor mill started that Ronda Rousey was in talks with WWE yeah people were behind that yeah like it didn't matter. Nobody's seen her freaking wrestle. Yeah. People were just all about it. Why? Because it was Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So like, and that's what, it, yeah. And that's why I think the biggest mistake, what was it two years ago when um, Charlotte won the rumble and then went to NXT and beat Rhea. I think that was the biggest mistake WWE ever that made. Was ridiculous. That, because ridiculous. That, that was the great chance to like not pass the torch because the torch hasn't, doesn't have to be passed, but at least bring up another girl onto mm-hmm. the level of Charlotte by letting her beat Charlotte. And that was a big yes. mistake in my opinion. Because honestly, what did Char- what would Charlotte have had to lose at that point? Nothing. Nothing at all. Yep. Nothing at all. And that was similar to, you know, we had the conversation um, about who was it um, that came up and lost to Jeff Hardy or whatever. The NX- oh my God, who was oh, it? Oh, Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross. Yes. Why? Yep. Like, even me, one of the biggest Jeff Hardy fans on the face of the freaking earth, I was pissed about it. Yep. Because and look where he is now. That? Look where he is now. Not that, like, it, it's necessarily a bad thing. I think he's doing great things. But, like, if I you want to build people up, you got to build them up. I think that, yeah. I mean, if, if I could talk about the Jeff Hardy situation all night because some of it just grinds my gears. And I went on a rant when I was on talking with Dom and everybody on top rope and, like, Ugh, I, I just can't. But I think that, you know, having Charlotte beat Rhea, like you mentioned two years ago, is just like, why the fuck would you do that? You're and it did nothing for elevate. NXT. It I feel nothing. like every time, no, it didn't. And I feel like anytime that we're discussing things like this, like I'm, we're always talking about how they need to elevate, they need to elevate. And this kind of brings me into my nursing perspective. Like people who have like hitting edema in their ankles and their feet and their legs, I'm, I feel like I'm constantly telling them, elevate. Elevate, elevate. And I feel like I have to do the same thing every time we get on these topics with WWE because it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Just yep. put your, elevate, put your damn feet up. Yep. Put them up. Oh my God. All right. Well, uh, I don't I know. I think we've said I, everything. <laughs> I think we have. I think we have. And before I like go on a, a Jeff Hardy spiel, I think we better cut that out. But, um, <laughs> I will say that I am I'm interested to to see how the next six months of wrestling is going to play out. Mm-hmm. Um, more more so looking forward, you know, to the the from now to Royal Rumble. I just kind of want to see where they're going to go with things. I really hope that I hope they freaking scrap 
um, Rhea and Liv with the tag team thing. Well, just or just the titles on them. <laughs> just yeah, do that. But, yeah, but like, what is who is that? WWE. Anyway? Nobody. Well, Nobody. It's a wild card. So Bailey is set probably to return in the next six months. Who do you think she's going to go after? Like Ooh. saying, we we could say whoever wins in WrestleMania Backlash, like whether it be Ronda or Charlotte, but who do okay. you think she goes after Bianca or them two? Hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Who was she most recently feuding with? I don't even remember. She's been gone for so long. She's been gone. She's been out for a while. Um, I mean, here's my thing. Do we really need to see? Well, if we're taking Charlotte out of the equation, I was going to say, yeah. do we really let's need just to say see... Ronda wins. Okay. Let's, let's say if Ronda wins at Backlash mm-hmm. and Bianca continues to dominate. Who do I want? I would prefer, I think, to see Bailey go after Rhonda. And I, I think I say that because I feel like Bailey is such a strong competitor. And I think it would be good in some sense for her and Bianca to go, you know, at it. But at the same time, I think that with Bailey being as over as she already is and she's gonna be when she comes back, mm-hmm. I think that I would rather see her and Rhonda face-to-face over her and Bianca because I don't want Bailey to overshadow Bianca. I And I like that too because like hopefully um, Sasha Banks breaks off from Naomi soon yeah. and it would be great because they're kind of hinting that um, with the training montages with Rhonda that her and Shayna are going to kind of like maybe be like a unit and um, mm-hmm. when she wins the title hopefully. Um, so that would be a good dynamic too. You have Bailey challenging for the title and then you have Sasha next to Bailey as like yep. backup. And maybe this will all cultivate to next WrestleMania, the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen. If they're able to pay those girls to come please, back. Uh, please. Oh that would be, God. that would be, and I, I will preface this now. None of it needs a title. None of them need a title. It doesn't. Just it have does the not. match. Just have the four and four match. Do a war games match. I don't care. Just do that. Like <laughs> as long as somebody gets impaled. Yeah. Just jump from the top with the trash can over the head, do the Io Shirai, just do it. It's fine. It's like, just do it. It's fine. Perfectly it's fine. safe. It's fine. it's fine. There needs to be a death certificate at the end of the night. That's all we're saying. For the fans, <laughs> not for the work. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> it needs to be, yeah. I, that would be excellent. But would WWE book it? I mean, it's not so much booking. You would have to rehire the people they fired. So, <laughs> well, I mean, never say never. Yeah, no, never say never. I mean, Cody Rhodes never is back in never. WWE. Yeah, 2022. Who the hell would have ever thought that? Yeah, and the, what was the rumor that uh, someone else was supposed to be going back to WWE too? Uh, there were the good Bray brothers. Wyatt rumors. Yeah, Bray Wyatt was a rumor. So. I mean, money talks. Money and and, ta- and if you know what you want on your contract and you make sure they have it in there. Yeah. I mean, so. I feel like, you know, at this point, I'm not opposed to seeing any of the, most of the returns. I don't want to say any of I don't want to see Lana ever again. Grace the damn TV. God. But I, there's, there's several of the releases that, you know, I, I was a little bit hurt to see go. 
and yeah. we still have not seen them resurface anywhere. So it was a lot of female talent too. Well, I think about was the women. it um, Tegan Knox's non or ninety day no compete is up soon. Um, we all know that Tony Storms is was up, and she's now on AW. Well, yep. uh, Marina Shafir has been working for AEW on a uh, dark standpoint. Hmm. Well, April fifteenth is just a couple days away. So, uh, like, what is what does that mean? Release day. Oh, is that the? <laughs> oh, yeah, that day. <laughs> and I'm gonna hide under the covers for the duration of the day and then wake up to a million messages gonna, in the chat talking about who got released we're gonna call it freedom day from now on because i still have that maintained positivity that you now have the freedom to choose not your own narrative your own direction <laughs> okay okay we'll go with that yeah nobody can choose their own narrative anymore this is 2022 what are you talking about we live in cancel culture oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit all right well let us know what you guys think in the comments. Tell us, you know, if you had to fantasy book these two, who would you fantasy book and why? We want to know. Talk to us. It's us. It's me and Amy. Don't worry about the men. They're not here. Tell us your opinions because we actually care about everybody's opinions. No, we don't. Just kidding. We probably care the least. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we will catch you next time. Make sure that you like, share, subscribe, follow us everywhere. Um, you know, do all the pluggy things, you know, Ted puts it all down below. So I don't have to keep saying it. I mean, I'm sure you guys can all read. I would hope so. But anywho, we will catch you guys. Yep. Definitely buy a shirt. That's most important thing. Buy a damn shirt, but we will catch you next time when it is ladies night and that time of the month. It's been a pleasure. Good night.